You're listening to that. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome another beautiful Monday to another episode of Damn Crotch Goblins. Today, I wanted to talk about piercings and ear piercings in particular. Why? Because I see little babies with ear piercings all over the place. And I'm going to tell you right now, as a mother, that scares me. Why does it scare me? I'm not being a Karen. I promise you, I'm not being a Karen. It scares me because one, babies like to grab things. Their hands are filthy. They don't have immune systems like we do. They are still going through immunizations. Parents are still being anti-vaxxers. That will be a whole nother episode, you guys. I promise you. I'm very pro-vaccinations. Why? My grandfather had polio. That man suffered and he didn't need to. Children are spending months in the hospital, in pain, agony, difficulty breathing for things that we have literally cures for because parents feel that the whatever ingredients that they're made with are far worse than going through the actual thing. Your child is suffering, barely able to breathe. Isn't that worse than, oh, they might have an allergic reaction. If they have an allergic reaction, you take them to the damn hospital, they get care. They're better. They're fine. They have now an immune to this disease. Instead of spending months barely able to breathe in rashes, irritability beyond the possibility of either losing a limb, not being able to use their legs, having to be in braces for the rest of their life. I mean, come on people. Let's think about this. Oh, you're, my child could have autism. What's so bad about autism? My son has autism, but yet He's still a loving little boy. He's still my little boy. He's still smart. Autism isn't a freaking disease, you people. This is not a disability. This is just a different way that they see the world. So today, again, ear piercings. I'm going to tell you right now, I spent over a week trying to get a hold of somebody at the health department. And when I did finally get through to people, They didn't know what the hell to answer for. They just transferred me to somebody else who also didn't know what the hell to answer. And I'm going to tell you right now, those who did said, well, yeah, to touch somebody, you need to have a license. I go, so how is it that Claire's and these other pop-up stands at the mall are able to pierce people's ears without having a license? No one could answer me. Nobody. So today I'm going to share with you some information. I spoke to the experts, you people. I spoke to them. Um, I also have an idea, and I thought it would be kind of interesting, that we will call Claire's themselves, and I will ask them, well, does your person go through, is anybody there licensed through the state of California to touch somebody? And I'll ask them. So they have certification through the health department then that they know how what they're doing? And I will see what their answers are because we will see what they are giving to the public. Is it lies? Because I, and I will read you what they also have on their website. I'll tell you right now, it does not say anywhere on there that they have been proven or certified or licensed through the state, through the health department. It doesn't, I'll read it for you. So today I, um, Well, I didn't call today, but today um, I did call here in Los Angeles, uh, Deep Skin 
tattoo and piercing in Glendale, California, right in Los Angeles, California County. I spoke to Mike Quesada. Uh, he goes by Queso, KSO, KSO. I gotta say that right. Mike Queso. Man, this man, you guys, is knowledgeable. I did call multiple other piercing shops. Either the piercer was out or they didn't want to go. Um, they weren't sure if they wanted to be recorded. And so, um, and of course I wasn't around my computer, so I didn't get to record them. Uh, but Mike did provide amazing amount of information. So let's dive in, shall we? Um, first of all, I said, look, as a cosmetologist or someone has had that training, I know that you have to be licensed to touch a body. I also know that you have to go before the health department to prove that you know how to properly sanitize, sterilize, and handle your equipment. And he says, you're darn right. And I said, okay, good. <laughs> I said, um, I said, well, let's just, let's just dive into it. And I said, a mom comes in with her nine month old baby. I'd like to get my ear, my child's ears pierced. He says, I don't do children. He's like, I personally don't. He's like, but there's some, there's another piercer here that would be willing to do it. He says, if that's something that is for your religious purposes, you know, cultural, whatever it is. Okay. But you need to understand that there are reasons we don't pierce children's ears, young children's. Okay. The reason is one, their ears are still growing. So what is centered now will not be centered later. And right. And we want our earrings centered because that looks nicer. Right. He says they will migrate and they will not look right later. He says, I've actually corrected a lot of people's earrings because their parents got their ears pierced at a young age. He says, um, I wouldn't wait until like maybe five or six when the child can verbally express that this is what they truly want. And they're willing to sit in a chair and get that not be forced, not be talked into it, but this is what they want. He said, um, when it comes to places like Claire's, they're very against it in this profession. Why? One, they use a gun, the gun, which mind you guys, I wrote three pages worth of information from this man a wealth of, of what they call it, a well of knowledge from this man. Um, they use the gun. The gun provides blunt force trauma. That's like stapling or getting punched. Blunt force trauma. Think of that. You're hitting your child literally with a with this piercing, okay? What happens underneath that? What? It, okay, well, it pierces. It's quick. Okay. Well, what happens underneath that skin? It'll actually create little balls. And these little balls are scar tissues from the trauma that that gun has created. And they will, they'll be able to be seen through the skin. All right. He says that the needle provides an easier glide that basically, if you looked at it microscopically, that the needle is actually pushing aside the material and gliding through the skin, not forcing its way through with trauma. This also can be done as fast, if not faster than a gun and provides sterilized procedure. Mind you, sterilized does not mean clean. And this is one thing he said, um, which I thought was great. A lot of people get this wrong. Cleanliness does not mean sanitized. 
And sanitized does not mean sterilized. They're completely separate, different things. Those guns you see, those push guns, the white ones that some of them use, the push guns are better than the trigger, boom, pop. Don't do those. He says, if they're going to do a push one, fine. But the problem is, is that they use the actual earring to pierce through the ear. The proper procedure is with a needle so that it already provides a space for the earring to come right behind the needle and be placed in properly. That means that that earring has to be sterilized, you guys. Not opened up from a package, put in some alcohol, and then that, no, no, that's cleaned, sanitized, but not sterilized. Sanitize only kills bacteria. It doesn't kill viruses, infection, and things like that. You want sterilized. I asked him at your location, do you guys use individual um, medical grade equipment or do you guys autoclave? What is an autoclave? An autoclave is an oven that basically heats up to, I don't remember what the exact number is. I want to say it's over 500 degrees. Let me double check real quick. Um, autoclave temperatures. Here we go. An autoclave will reach up to at least 250 degrees between 30 and 60 minutes. It then sterilizes metal equipment. He says everything from the tongs that they hold you with to the needle to the actual earrings. He says they will send it through a, um, what is that? He'll send it through a sonic cleaner. Then he sends it through the autoclave to be sterilized and then they'll be placed not in a liquid, not cleaned. They wear gloves and they make sure that everything they use is cleaned from top to bottom. I'm sorry, but wouldn't you want to go to the hospital knowing that the doctor who's touching you has things sterilized or just cleaned? I mean, think about that. We're not on the battlefield in 1890 where the doctor has soap and water. No, we can sterilize people. Would you like to go in for a surgery and go, well, the doctor was able to clean your knife with soap and water. There might be an infection later because we aren't able to sterilize it. I'm not putting my children in risk of infection and transmittable diseases because they can't sterilize. Just not going to do it. Babies should be waiting to get their ears pierced. Again, they're going to be growing, things like that. You can call around to find an ear piercer that will be willing to do it, okay? Because, again, you're looking for the proper cleanliness. You want to make sure that they're going to be centered. And remember, I, as I said, basically, I was always told when I got a tattoo, a cheap tattoo isn't always better. And a better tattoo isn't going to be cheap. So you are going to get what you pay for. It may be convenient. It may be $20, but you're going to have to go back and get it fixed. You're going to have to take it out and let it heal up so you can re-pierce it later. Anyhow, you're going to have to go back and buy a different metal because your daughter was reactive to that metal. You're going to have to do this. Well, if you went to a piercer and you paid that little bit extra where you're paying for what you're paying for. And I wrote this down. Exactly. You are paying for the sterilization, you're paying for their booth rent, you're paying for the jewelry that you're buying. That jewelry has a warranty. A good shop is going to give you jewelry that is warranted. 
which means that they are guaranteeing you that this is exactly what they say. It is exactly 14 karat gold or silver, or this is titanium. All the other ones are mixed. They're nickel plated. They are, you know, aluminum underneath with, you know, copper or gold plating on it. I'll tell you right now, I can't wear any of those damn earrings at Claire's. I get reactive ears every time they balloon up. If I went, I go to a piercer and I get their titanium earrings or I get their silver or their gold. And I'll tell you right now, I never have an issue. They are guaranteed too. If you have an issue, you ever get piercing at a pier shop, you go back, you have an issue. They will help you. Whether it's the earring or something, they will help you. Claire's, well, you didn't clean it right. Oh, that's another thing. Let's talk about cleaning. The solution that they give you. These usually have so many chemicals in it that it actually makes it worse and more irritated and prolongs the healing process. It should only have sodium chloride. What is that? Sodium chloride. Do we know what that is? Come on, people. N-A-C-L. You put that stuff on your fries. It's salt. It should just be salt water. There have been multiple studies done amazing studies done that salt water can actually speed up healing. Uh, there was a study done in the seventies. Um, I learned this actually <laughs> through the VA that, um, I was having constant sore throats and I couldn't figure it out. And the doctor said, go home and do a salt water gargle every day. He says, and I promise you in a week, it'll be done. He's like, I could give you every antibiotic over the counter. I could do this and I could do that. And he's like, and all it'll do is mess up your body and eventually it'll work or just go do salt. He's like, and you can do that with everything. OMG, you guys, three days, I no longer had any sore throats. I did it weekly, about two or three times a week. I still have no more sore throats. It's amazing. He says that is the only way you should be doing it. Okay. Let's see here. Remember when you do just because it's cheaper doesn't mean it's better. And because it is cheaper, you're getting a cheaper value. You're not going to go to a car dealership and pick the first car because it's convenient. And, oh, this one's cheaper. You're going to see, is that car the right car for you? You might spend a little extra money because this car, this one runs better, gets better gas mileage, and it's better for your family. Right? So why not do that for your children? Um, I will not pierce my daughter's ears until she verbally tells me that she would like ear piercings. That is how I use it. Um, and again, it's because I know this information. These people are not licensed. They are not legally licensed to touch you. They can go under apprenticeship, but you still have to have that title. And you still have to go through the health department to be licensed as a apprentice. You have to have a bloodborne pathogen certification. And I'll tell you right now. These people don't have it. So um, he did let me know, though, that infections are rare, which is I thought was crazy. He says the discoloration in the red is actually the healing process. Um, but if you ever have any questions or concerns, you are more than welcome to go back, especially if you go to a piercer. Claire's isn't going to know what the hell they're doing. Go to your piercer. Again, this is expecting you to do the right thing and go to an actual ear piercer. Go to the ear piercer and they will help you. 
Um, he said another thing, you got to remember that these people aren't properly trained. It takes at least one year, at least one year of actual training under someone who's already been doing it for five plus years to understand, know, and properly do ear piercings. He says, it's not just simple. Oh, I'm going to push this needle through this ear. No, you have to center it within the ear. You have to make sure that your angle is correct within that ear. You also have to make sure that the sizing gauge of your ear of your needle is proper for the ear because every size isn't great. We're not all the same size. Our ears are not all the same. On top of that, he says that the distance between where the ear ing is at and where the backing stops, that distance depends on your ear. Every ear is different. Some ears are thicker, some ears are thinner, and you have to calculate in for the inflammation that's going to come after being pierced. He says, one thing you don't understand is that when you pierce it with an ear piercer, the inflammation actually comes down three times faster than with the piercing gun. Again, remember blunt force trauma. Think of about being in a car accident. Think of how sore you'd be versus like a slap, right? So, um, one thing too, and this is what I brought up. I said, you know, one thing I noticed is that they wipe it down this gun, but there's a lot of grooves on that gun. And for somebody who understands sterilization and cleanliness, I know that that thing is not properly cleaned. It's not sterilized and it's definitely not sterilized because <laughs> they can't get in those grooves. Um, anything porous, um, cannot be properly sterilized. So watching them clean this. And then they put the earrings in like rubbing alcohol. Okay. That cleans it, but it's not sterilized. You guys, it is sanitized, but not sterilized. So that still leaves room for infection. That still leaves room for transmittable diseases. Do you see what I'm saying? You guys, what the hell? Why are these still allowed to do it? Why? Because I looked it up. There is a contract that somehow a lawyer was able to loop all this crap together. I have no idea how that was possible. The guns that they use cannot be properly sterilized. They can be cleaned, but cleaning does not mean sterilizing. Clean does not mean sanitizing. Sanitizing and sterilizing are two separate things, you guys. Look up their definitions, okay? Claire's cannot properly sanitize and sterilize the equipment that they use. They do not properly clean and sanitize their hands, their gloves, your ear, the equipment they use. You are putting your child up for infection. You're putting your child up for danger. Don't do it anymore. I have an earring. You guys listening won't be able to see, but when we get this up, you will see. Do you see this? Do you see this line right here on my ear? That was because my mom took me to Claire's. The lady, again, angled it downward. And over the years, it slowly dragged the front down. And now I have a line. See that line right there? Boop. In my ear. This one came out okay. It still has a line too. Do you see that? See the little line right there? This one is worse. Every time I put a stud earring in, everyone says, your earring's about to fall out. I said, no, it's not. The lady screwed up my ear piercing. I literally have to go get cosmetic surgery to cover that up. Can you believe that? I have to go get cosmetic surgery to make my ear look proper because my mom went the cheapest route and got it done at Claire's. 
She could have spent an extra $20 at the time and got it done by an ear piercer. And it would have been done correctly. These second ones, which you can't see, but you see, centered properly in a perfect hole. No stretching, no drooping, no nothing. They were done by an ear piercer at a tattoo shop. Done properly. Remember also, the quality of materials that they're using are inferior. They are the least proper. They are the cheapest. That's why they're cheap. They're cheaply made. They have no warranty on them. So if they were to break, cause infections, anything like that, you cannot return them. You cannot get your money back on them. I've looked it up. You cannot. One thing he did say is that the qualities that they use are different. Uh, what's great is that he says most um, most tattoo shops use what's called F-136 implant grade titanium. This is meant that they are making it own surgical grade, which means this is the same stuff that you put in when you go to the hospital. That means that your grandfather who got his knee replacement had the F-136 titanium surgical grade, okay? That means that it's meant to be in the body. I like that. This is meant to be in the body. This other shit is nickel and, you know, and other things that probably shouldn't be in. Do we understand that nickel and copper, which were made, you know, used early in the years for drinking wine out of, cause severe medical issues within the body. It actually causes the liver to shut down. Look this up, you guys. This is why people were going crazy in the Greece time because they were drinking their wine out of copper. It's amazing what you do if you do a little research, okay? Um, just remember, cheap jewelry will always cause allergic reactions or other issues. So be careful. Um, you know, this was something that I was, I was so happy to talk to someone. Again, this was Mike KSO, as he put it, at Deep Skin Tattoo and Piercing. You can look him up in Glendale, California. He will be more than happy to pierce you. Um, I also wanted to let you all know on some information. You can also go to thelist.com, which I thought had amazing articles. One of the articles they wrote was called, here's why you should think twice about getting a piercing at Claire's. My favorite quote out of that article is, they cannot properly sterilize their equipment and carry a high risk of infection. Damn straight they do. They also had a second one about babies, which I thought was great. Here's why you should think twice before piercing your baby's ears. It says right here, if you want to pierce your baby's ears, there are a few things you should do to ensure a good outcome. First, wait until your child has received a tetanus vaccination, has at least gone through two vaccination rounds, and find an experienced piercer who is not working at a kiosk or jewelry store via Healthline. Once the piercing is done, please remain vigilant on aftercare and search for signs for infection by properly using proper disinfecting techniques. I love it, you guys. The American Academy of Pediatrics suggests that parents should wait until their children are old enough to do the aftercare themselves. Therefore, your three-year-old is too young. Your nine-month-old is too young. Four, five, and six. Some children are a lot more smart than others. I'll tell you that. All right. Stop this. Stop giving Claire's your money. Start putting it back into independent artists who deserve 
the credit for their training, deserve the credit for their knowledge. Let's give it back to the people who deserve it. Not these people who are not trained. This, I'm, I'm on Claire's website. I'm showing you on the video, claires.com. I'm looking at their piercing FAQs. It says right here. Let's see here. <laughs> what kind of piercing system do you use? Industry leading high quality system to provide a sterile experience. It is not sterile. If you watch it, it is not. Single, fully disposable, single-use sterilized cartridges. I saw them put it in a damn drawer and then pull it out less than 20 minutes later for a second child. This is not sterile. I'm telling you people, watch them. Just stand there and watch them. It's amazing how they don't go against it. They go against this. How are they trained? Each associate is required to complete an extensive ear piercing training program before becoming a certified piercing specialist. Hmm. Okay. Training includes a breadth, a breadth, I don't know what that means, a breadth of procedures, local policy comprehension, hygiene protocol, and demonstration of core piercing uh, competencies. Piercing specialists have annual refresher trainings. I don't see anywhere where health requirements through the state, knowledge on proper sterilization and handling techniques, just hygiene protocol. Hmm. Ridiculous. So I am not going to lie. I want to call them. Would this be amazing? I wonder. This might be really bad. Who knows? Let's see how it goes. Let's listen in. Let's see if they answer. Thank you for calling Claire's and Palmdo, where we do ear piercings all day, every day. Can I help you? Yes, I was wondering. Actually, I was calling about your ear piercing. I was what yes. I was wondering: is anyone there actually licensed through the state to pierce your ears? Um, no, no, because they just train us like regular. They just like show us how to do it, but we're not like licensed or anything. Okay. Does anyone go through um any of the health department's blood pathogen protocols? Um, it's all on the form that you sign. It just um it shows on that, but yes, we do. We we do all that. Okay, so you and guys, are, so you guys are knowledgeable, but it's not through the state. It's through you guys' own program. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Well, like we take the class and everything for that. But um, other than that, yeah, like we don't get like a license saying like, oh, you know, you're, you can pierce anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I noticed uh, when I walked by that they were using a plastic gun. How is that sterilized? Mm -hmm. So what we do is the earrings never touch the gun, the little piercing gun that we use. Um, the earrings come sterilized already, prepackaged. Um, and then we always wear gloves when we um touch the ear piercing um machine, and we just clean it after every piercing, before and after every piercing. But um, so when we put it through, um, we put the little gun, we stick it onto the um, earring that's gonna go on, and that comes in it's in, in its own little cartlet cartridge cart. Cartridge. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that worked. And then so it goes on there, and then the earring is on there. So once we push the gun together, like we just push it, 
it puts the earring through and the back's already on there perfect. So we never go back and like touch the earring or anything. Um, unless it's sticking out, like we help you guys fix it. But other than that, like we physically like never ever touch the earring and like stick it through your ear. It's all the little machine. So do you guys um get trained at all on like proper center centering it and angling and things like that? Yes, 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 we do. Um, and that takes about um, we takes a while. Like we don't ever just throw anybody in there, but we also don't do it unless you're okay with it. Like we show you the marks and um, like if it's for yourself or you know for your a kid or anything. Like we always ask you, okay, do you like the spot? If you don't like it, we can change it. And then until you tell me that, or whoever's here, until you tell us that you love the spot, then we go for it. Then we'll go ahead and do it. But we don't just mark it and go for it. Like, we always get your approval first. What's the youngest that you guys will pierce? We pierce the um, youngest two months. Two months. Mm -hmm. Is it for a baby for you? Is it for a... Well, I'm, I'm just curious because um having multiple children my sister is interested but as far as I was always told you should always wait until your children have had at least two tetanus shots or at least two rounds of immunizations which would put them at about six months or older Mm -hmm. yeah so is it a cultural thing that is it a culture people coming in here that try to as early as three weeks I'm like oh no you gotta wait (laughs) So is it a cultural thing that people get their ears pierced very young? You know what? I want to say yes. I want to say yes. But it just all depends on, like, the parents. Because, girl, to be honest, I didn't get my ears pierced until I was 13. Yeah. I My mom yeah. got mine so, done at Claire's and the lady messed mine up. I ended up having to go to an actual ear piercer at a tattoo shop to get it done properly. Yeah. See? See, and I waited until I was older. But that's just because my parents didn't bring me in. So, so well i appreciate yeah. all the information today thank of you so course. much of course if you ever want to come you guys can do a walk-in or if you have any other questions give us a call will do thank you very much uh, no problem bye-bye. bye-bye so there we have it they are not licensed through the state they do not go before the health department oh my gosh people to serve you food people have to go in front of the health department And you're going to put their child in this? Are you losing your damn minds? OMG. And thank you very much for the lady at the Palmdale Claire's. I'm not trying to throw this single person under the railroad. I'm not trying to put the stigma. But listen to that. These people are just word of mouth trained. They put it into a little gun. They're sterilized. We wipe it down. Nothing was sterilized. Oh, the earrings are sterilized in a cartridge. We put it where you want it. No, no, not where it's properly supposed to be. Nothing has been measured. Oh, it takes a while. We don't just throw anyone in there. Okay, where's the time frames? You ask any tattoo or piercer, they will tell you. I went through a year worth of training. I was an apprentice for four years before I started tattooing regularly by myself. You ask these, these people are trained, certified through the health department, through the state. They are licensed. They are, they're like damn doctors and nurses, you guys. Why would you go to a backyard doctor? I mean, seriously, that's what I look at as. I look at it this way. Mind you, I know the whole idea with abortions right now, but I'm using this as an example because this is how extreme to me this is. Let's just say abortions were legal. You could go over here to the left 
to a doctor who knows what they're doing, has the proper equipment, it's sterilized, it's clean. If anything was to happen, they know what to do and they have the stuff there. Or you can go to Johnny in the back of his shed on a rusty old chair where he's going to throw your legs up with some rope and he's going to shove a wire coat hanger up your butt or up your hoo-ha. Oh, well, if you die, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but you want an abortion. Here you go. That's Claire's. And the doctors is the ear piercers at the tattoo shops. That's how I look at it because that's the difference. The person on the right has no training, certified training, knowledgeable understanding of what they're doing, how they're doing it. Do you understand when I went to cosmetology, my book was over three inches thick, three inches thick. And that was literally the whole first part is hair. What is hair? What's the breakdown of it? What's the molecules of it? What is it made up of it? What is it reactive to? How is it reactive? Why does it do it that way? What can and cannot be done to it? Then it goes into why you do it this way. Then it says, why is the safe? What is the safe procedure on it? Why do we do it this way? It explains why in depth. Then you go in front of a health department worker and they ask you and quiz you. They give you like a five page questionnaire that you have to, well, I was that question. It's an actual test and it takes forever to do this test. And if you don't pass that test, you don't get a license. You practice without that license. You can have hefty, hefty fines and be banned from ever touching someone again. You even can go to jail. If you get caught a second time, you will be receiving jail time. OMG, you guys, people think about this. That's just hair. Hair grows back. You're not piercing anything. People who run um, salons with pedicures and manicures, they have to go through and show that they know how to use their equipment, that they can pass safety sanitizing. Did you know that in those baths that you put your feet into, that there is a filter in the back that has to be cleaned out regularly, weekly, people, that they have to put bleach at night in that tub to sterilize, not sanitize, sterilize it for the next person for that next day. This lady who she must not have, she transferred ownership, they said, so she carried over the license. She didn't realize that there was a filter on the back. This lady got nicked, just nicked with the little fingernail clippers, had her foot in there. She ended up getting gangrene and losing her big toe. That lady lost her damn license because she didn't know there was a filter on the back of the pedicure spa table. What? These are the things we have to be thinking about when we put our children's health and safety in these things. We need to realize that it goes more in depth than just piercing an ear. There's safety, sanitation, there's lifelong consequences if it's not done properly. We've got to stop thinking, oh, it's just cute. I want to do this. Stop putting your wants before necessities. It's necessary for your child to have immunities towards infection and other things before it's cute. There are things um, back in El Paso that I found out that there were people who, um, pediatricians who would pierce ears. I hope, I've never talked to one. I couldn't get any of them on the phone. I hope that they are informing their parents that what you see right now is centered will not most likely be centered later. Please wait. I'm, 
Yes, they're cute. Get the little stick on earrings for your children. Get the clip-ons. You can get those, you people. Get the clip-on earrings for your children. You're not hurting them that way. You're not infecting them. The stick-ons are better too. Children are going to want to grab. They have fingers, okay? Be careful and mindful when you do get a cleaning solution. And this is going for you as adults too, people. You get the cleaning solution that has sodium chloride, salt, water. There should be very minimal chemicals in it. Just do soap and water. Rinse it very thoroughly. Hot water. Clean it out. There should be no reason that you should be having issues. If you're having issues, there was something wrong. Ask if the jewelry has a warranty on it. Why does it not have a warranty? It's most likely made of crap materials. Go to somewhere. I know this sounds crazy, but like Spencer's, they have solid metal piercings. I've taken those to put. Is this a good one? This is a solid, you know, a solid steel piece. Is your body okay with steel? Well, I've never tried it. And they've warned me. Well, be careful. You might have a reaction to it. Talk to a piercer because they are knowledgeable. They also go through health and safety classes through the state. They go through health and safety classes with bloodborne pathogens, understanding what can and cannot be transferable. These, these are things I feel like should be necessary. And you should be asking these questions. You should be asking these to the people who are piercing your children, who are touching your children. You would not want someone to touch your child who is not allowed to, right? We tell our children, the only person to allow, touch your private parts is mom or a doctor or a nurse, only with mom or dad present, right? So why are we allowing people who are not trained specialists who are not certified to touch our children. We've got to break out of this cheap and accessible life. Yes, things became easier, but there was a reason things were tough back and harder and had to have more work. They were better quality. They were better tasting. They were healthier for you. This is why we are so sick. Things are so quick and easy. We've got to take a step back from quick and easy and start going to better quality, harder, and better for you. And I say harder, not as like, I have to work harder, but think about that. Harder as in, I'll make my own bread. That's harder than going to the store and purchasing whatever's there. The bread you buy in the store has more sugar in it than most juices, natural juices. And the other thing is too, a lot of those juices have added sugars to it. Oh, they don't have to. And that's why. Why do they have to go around? And I don't have to say added sugars. I'll just say, and other natural flavors. People, we've got to break away from the process and the natural, you know, all these things. I started going to more natural, holistic type shampoos and conditioners. Break away from the plastics. They, it is possible. Stores need to start doing this too. Use reusable. Now, I know in states like California, Washington starting to shoot over to it. It's not bad. Single-use plastic bags are horrible for the environment. They're choking the economy. They're choking out the native life's, you know, life, uh, wildlife and, and plants. I mean, you drive down California's freeways and you can't help but see these... <laughs> I call them growths, but they're like growths of plastic around the, the barbed wire and they're all on the ground and it's all everywhere. 
There's no need for it. It's choking our sea life. It's literally killing it. Break away from it. Shampoo and conditioner can be just as good made with homemade ingredients. You don't have to go using all these nasty byproducts for, you know, shampoos and, and clothing, you know, cleaners. We've got to start thinking smarter for our kids. And remember, it's not always what we ingest that's bad for us. It's also what's on us, our skin. We put lotion on our skin. Why? Because it absorbs. Okay, well, the same thing for our water. You absorb the chemicals in your water. You absorb the chemicals in your clothes. Did you realize that you can put some vinegar? It won't smell like vinegar, I promise you. But you can put vinegar in your softener and your clothes will be softer. My husband didn't believe me. And now we have vinegar all the time. He adds it as well. And our clothes are softer. We don't need fabric softeners. It's natural. Add wood, wool balls, like actual wool, W-O-O-L, wool balls to your dryer and your clothes will be softer. It's amazing, people. Amazing. And I say this because our children are the next generation. Our children are what's coming up next. And we need to start thinking for them. So I, again, like I said, call the places that you are going to go to. All right. Remember, cheaper means cheaper. If you want something good, you're going to pay for it. All right. Cheaper isn't always better and better is not cheaper. Okay. I make sure your children are old enough to say they want their ears pierced. Tattoo shops or piercing shops can pierce as fast, if not faster than, you know, than the piercing guns. They're not using the earrings to pierce with, which is another good thing. Most of the time, and I can tell you that from, sorry, I, I apologize. I'm like rubbing my nose. It's like I got hair in the front of it. Sorry. Um, I had my lip pierced. I don't know if you can see it. Right there. You see the scar? So I had my lip pierced. And if you guys haven't done it before, it's pretty neat. The needle they have has a little screw at the end and you can actually screw. I don't know if it's the same. It's not the same for earrings, but like with lip piercings and stuff, they can actually screw the jewelry right at the end of the needle. So the needle goes through and as it glides through the, the jewelry comes right through with it and they just screw the needle off and that's it. So easy. I didn't have to play around with it. They didn't have to do anything. It's just bloop, done almost just as good, or I mean, almost just as satisfying as getting pierced with the jewelry, because technically I was pierced with the jewelry, but it was a needle first that properly glided or guided the jewelry in with it. So call the places near you. You can find a, you know, a piercer that may be cheaper. Ask about their jewelry. Titanium is going to be your better bet. It is the least reactive of most to all metals. Okay. Pure carat, 14 karat gold versus pure gold versus gold plated are all different. You guys do your research on it beforehand. Okay. If any jewelry like on your rings, right? Oh, it's gold. And it's giving you green. That's not gold. It's gold plated and it's fake. So you want true gold earrings, true silver or titanium. Okay. You guys, so look into it. Ask if there's a warranty. Ask what their age ranges are. Remember, the younger they are, the more problems they're going to have with it later. They could actually result in infections. They can actually result in longer healing time, especially if they're going to be grabbing at it. 
don't go to it with the, the pierce part or what is those earrings that have like the sharp ends. All you're doing is poking your poor little baby in the back of their, their ears. They also have called ear bumps. Remember any of that blunt force trauma that's going to come with those guns is going to leave damaging in and under the skin, which is basically damaged cartilage. We don't want that for our children. Let's be careful and safe with them. Okay. They will, um, and they can tattoo safe or not tattoo, sorry, pierce safely at tattoo and piercing shops. Okay. I've gone into a few, my friend took her five-year-old daughter who really wanted her ears pierced. The little girl sat through it. She literally was like, wait, are you done? She's like, yeah, we're done with that ear. You did? You can see her reaction. Like, wait, what? Remember they have these little clamps and I know you guys can't see it, you know, cause you're listening, but they're like a little O at the end with a, you know, and they're a tong. What they do is they hold the ear right there and you'll see that in the center, it's hollow. Why? Because they pierce through it. It's kind of the same way. Like a nurse will pinch your skin before she injects the needle into you for your immunizations or a flu shot. Why? Because the pressure and the sensation of feeling is around it. You're not feeling the actual piercing. Does that make sense? So when I had my lip done, I felt the pressure of the tongs. I didn't feel the needle go through. It wasn't until after I was like, oh, yeah, I feel something here. Okay. But it will swell up. You just created some trauma in your body. It's not blood force trauma. It is trauma, though, because you've split open the skin technically. Do you see what I'm saying? Go to someone who knows what they're doing. That's going to take in account that inflammation. That's going to take account the size of your children's ear. It's going to take account their age, the appropriate timing. They'll even tell you, maybe not this year. They're just, just give them like six more months, right? Take their advice. They know what they're doing. If you went to a doctor and they were like, hey, I know you really want this, but I really believe that your child should wait at least one more year. Would you probably listen to that doctor? Yeah, right? Because they've had the training. They have the knowledge. So why not take the person who has the training, who has the knowledge, and follow what they say? It seems like a no-brainer to me. So do your research. Know that these places are not licensed. They are not. They do not go through any health and safety inspection. They do not go through any health and safety requirements. They do not get in. They do not have to technically. I have no idea how, but they don't. Okay. These people are not sterilizing or cleaning. Um, I literally have watched them put these things back in the drawers. They wipe them down. Um, I've watched this quote, you know, cartridge that they put in there. You still have to touch the cartridge. Okay. Your hands are clean, but it still touches the gun, which is dirty. So then the gun is dirty. Dirty is the cartridge. Do you see what I'm saying? Germs multiplied. Germs cross over doesn't it's not sterilized people um you know again this is cultural beliefs i believe um you know maybe it's passed down that all the girls in our family always get their ears pierced at one years old okay if that's what you believe then find an ear piercer at a tattoo shop that will do it they'll do it make sure it's sterilized properly it is anytime you open the skin I don't know if you know this, but even a small procedure like getting your flu shot. Have you ever had a signed document? I have. I've literally had a signed document every time I've gotten a flu shot. Acknowledging that just receiving this flu shot, I may open myself up to any infection. 
I may open myself up to any bloodborne pathogens that I may receive any other issues because I am quote, breaking my skin. Crazy, right? Break my skin, scraping my knee on the ground and then have to sign a waiver for that. But it holds them not liable. Do you see what I'm saying? So when it comes to our children, let's think more thoughtfully. Let's not play it cheap. You wouldn't play it cheap with your formula. Ah, oh, well, I'll just make some goat milk there with the, some water. Now nah, I should be good for the kiddo. Cost me three cents a gallon. No, you're going to go buy the formula that your child is properly supposed to have, even if it costs $40 for a little 10-ounce can, because it's what's proper. It's what they need. Well, what they need is sterilized, properly handled equipment by a knowledgeable professional. That's what they need. So let's stop giving our money to these places. I have literally thought about it, and I still might do it. And I will make a damn TikTok out of it. I hope I make the damn news out of it. But I am seriously thinking about picketing and protesting Claire's and any other ear piercing places at the mall. I may get banned from the mall, but I feel like it really needs to be said. It's unacceptable. We've got to stop giving our money to these people. They're not trained. They go through a training that's word by word. They are not licensed through the state. They are not covered through the state. How are these? I, I've asked them. I said, is there a license for Claire's? She said, I don't see anything on file. I go, has anyone at Claire's had a, a health inspection? No. What? That's all they could tell me. It was if they had a license or if they've been inspected. No one could tell me. If everything was supposed to be inspected, if everyone has to have a license, if everyone should be in, I was like, these people are touching someone. Should they not be covered and have to be go through a medical, you know, go through their health inspection to go and work with food? You have to have a food handler's license. You have to go down to the health department and go through a food safety course. That's just to touch food, to cook it. So why is it that these people are piercing our children and not even having that minimal? At least the bloodborne pathogens. Come on. Like, at least. So I really do appreciate you guys staying through and listening today. Like I said, these people are without licenses. Claire's um, Kenneth Gottsman is an MD attending at the pedi uh, pediatrician at St. Luke's Roosevelt Hospital, he did say, I don't think many people are as aware of this as they should be, which I totally agree with. Um, again, I couldn't really get through to anyone in the health department. I just kept getting transferred and transferred and transferred, which was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I'm just going over my notes real quick. I really want to make sure that you guys have all the information that I was given. Um, you know, let's stop the blunt force trauma. It may be cheaper, maybe more economical, but it's not in the long run. It's kind of one of those, like, how do I put this? Um, so you may go get those $10 pair of tennis shoes at Walmart, right? Because you need shoes now and they're $10, but they're going to wear out in two months where you're going to have to buy another $10. 
So if you buy $10 every two months, that means you've spent $60 over the year, or you could have spent the $60 on buying the Nikes and they last you two years. Do you see what I'm saying? It's better to buy quality over quantity, you know, the quality over the cheapness. So, um, Let me say, I'm just making sure, like I said, I was just going over sure, make sure that I've given you guys everything. I have literally, I have three, look at this, three pages of information from Mike at Deep Skin Tattoo and Piercing in Glendale, California. And I probably could have gotten about three more pages. This man, wealth of information. He could go on. And if you have any questions, do not hesitate to either call up or go into an ear piercing shop. Please. So again, just remember when it comes to it, wherever you get your piercing, cleanliness is what matters. You know, I'm, I pray that you guys will go to the proper places. You know, um, if you guys have any comments, concerns, um, if you're against this or if you've, however, you know, um, maybe you found a pediatrician that gave you some different information, I would love to hear it. Please email me at damncrotchgoblinspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook at damncrotchgoblinspodcast. Just know that the D and the A are spaced. <laughs> Again, Facebook. I don't like that name. So D space, capital A space, M-N. So damn, but with spacing. <laughs> Uh, podcast. So find us on Facebook. We're um, you can also email us again, damncrotchgoblinspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on YouTube. I haven't got any videos up. Uh, every time I keep trying to download it, you guys, the video keeps saying it's too big of a file. I'll figure it out one of these days. I know you guys are rooting for me. I'll get it up, I promise. But um, until then, like I said, comments, concerns, please email me. I would love to hear them. Please, you have any topics you want to be covered? I would greatly love to hear it. Um, and then uh, stay tuned next week. We have Jayla, which I'm really excited for you guys to hear her. This is dealing with psychopathic tendencies for people. Remember, psychopath and sociopath is a term for thought processing. Not that people are going to go killing people. <laughs> it's... Um, a different way on how we process information like schizophrenic or things like that. It doesn't mean that they're going to go chop people up, but she's a single mom of three. Let's listen into how she's been able to rock it as a single mom. I'm telling you, following her on Facebook has been amazing, pleasant journey. And so I hope you guys will take tune for next Monday for that. I'm going to try and alternate this for you all. So it'll be me covering a topic and then a guest speaker. Following in a couple of weeks, we will also have someone from Germany, the talented actress, Stephanie. So stay tuned. And I thank you all very much for all you've done and provided. And, um, you know, again, like, subscribe, share it. Please share it on your Facebook. Like I said, if you go to Facebook, like our page, please share our posts. Please share um, our TikToks. We're also on TikTok under Damn Crotch Goblins. Um, I believe it's Dan, yeah, just Damn Crotch Goblins. Might be under Damn Crotch Goblins podcast. Um, share those, like them. Let's spread the word, you guys. Okay, this is totally fun and enjoyable, and wealth of information. I will never ever try to give you false information. I may be misinformed. 
And that is where my lovely listeners are to come and help me. But I do do my due diligence to make sure I have the proper information before that. So again, thank you very much. Like, subscribe, follow, enjoy, and share. Don't forget to share this, okay? Especially with all your single moms or your moms that may be struggling, please make sure they get this information before going and piercing any of their children's ears, okay? Let's make sure we step away from easy and convenient and get back into proper, okay? All right, you guys, have a great day and have a wonderful week. We'll see you again soon.